Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hour two, already on the clock here. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Common sense conservatism, ladies and gentlemen, not complicated. I am a mom. That is how I come to you. I'm not some political operative. I do not have anybody's cell phone number. I'm not connected to the Beltway, but we do have common sense. And I think those of us who live in that world of common sense, who see things very clearly, nothing that I say here is all of that earth shattering. It's just, it's comfortable, right? Finally, somebody is saying what you think. Well, welcome to the family. U.S. border encounters in 2023. I have to admit... The border issue is one I commonly scroll by in my social media accounts. And it's not because I don't care. I find it frightening. It makes me scared. It makes me angry. It makes me feel impotent. Because I'm not able to do anything about it. And so... I guess I close my eyes and I plug my ears and I scroll past it commonly. But the left has forced this into the spotlight today with a series of audio sound bites that I think you need to hear. For anybody to say to any of us that our concerns about the border make us anything other than reasonable common sense Americans has something that they're trying to pull. And what they are trying to pull is multifaceted. I think one of the major reasons, aside from the Cloward Piven strategy, which is basically you need an infusion of humanity to absolutely overload the social system and collapse the economy. Aside from that, you have to have a vast number of people to claim vote or will vote 
in the election if you wish to, to hang on. And so you can't have more votes than people who voted. You cannot have more votes than registered voters. And we've seen this in multiple cities in 2020. Of course, those allegations were shot down. Judges refused to hear them because all of these people were covering up the big lie. And to me, the big lie is that the 2020 election was safe or secure or dependable in any capacity. And that is very scary. And that factors into me wanting to scroll past these stories. It makes me angry that somebody from another country wants to come to my country where people in my life, in my genealogy, fought and died to create, to protect, to hone, to whittle into the greatest place the world has ever known. And that we have corruption to the, to the degree that we have in this country. And that there's this group of namby-pamby Republicans of suck who don't stand up as one person alone and say no, no more. They all go out and get their, their scotch after work, maybe do some cocaine, have some sex in the Senate Judiciary Room or hearing room. I can't even go to that story, ladies and gentlemen. It's so vulgar and disgusting to me. These people are horrible people, and they're allowing this to happen. Uh, By the way, U.S. border encounters in 2023 are up more than, more than 460% compared to 2020. And we had Republicans who refused to vote to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Don't tell me this isn't some uniparty. Don't tell me that these people aren't working together. Don't tell me that the Republicans aren't as disgusting as the Democrats because they are. And don't tell me that this MAGA wing, small but mighty, is pushing back against that. And that is why Joe Biden and all of the machine of suck hate us so much. Why they will fall over themselves to ensure that your reach is quieted and restricted. That the knives come out for you should you stray and say the truth. Up 460%. The data are so small here on this cbp.gov document. If you've never swung by Customs and Border Patrol website, you might give it a shot. You paid for it. How about this? I'm going to look back 2020, 2021, January. Donald Trump left office. That month, there were 78,000 border interactions. Higher than the April of 2020, 17,000. 17,000 border encounters in the month of April 2020. April of this year, 212,000. I mean, almost a tenfold increase. What are we doing? Purposeful. How do we know this? Well, let's listen to Joaquin Castro. Joaquin Castro representing his congressional district, which, by the way, is San Antonio. What happened in San Antonio? Well, I'll tell you. You remember this. Home to the country's worst human smuggling disaster ever, in which 53 migrants died in a sweltering tractor trailer that was merely abandoned. 
This is Joaquin Castro's district. These people are being overrun in his district by people who don't belong here, who trample their land, who, who kill their livestock, who destroy their way of life, who are infiltrating America. This is what Joaquin Castro has to say in a holiday message for Democrats who believe that we need border security. Ah, listen to this. Go. I want to speak quickly to the Democrats in the Senate and others who are considering supporting this proposal. If you do so, you will be surrendering to right-wing racism. And more than that, you will be enabling it. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, that doesn't make me angry. You just sound like an idiot. You will be surrendering to right-wing racism. And then some clodhopper woman back next to him goes, that's right. What is that? What is she? Mm-hmm, that's right. Joaquin, you think that us wanting a secure border makes us racist? Racism doesn't exist then, ladies and gentlemen. They've used and abused it. It is meaningless now. True victims of it, I'm sorry. But everything is racist now, so nothing can be. How obnoxious are you, Joaquin Castro, you feckless dope? You small-minded Democrat twerp. Lying there with your cadre of suck. Mm-hmm. What is this, diamond and silk? Mm-hmm, that's right. But it only gets worse. Here's this rock star, Jasmine Crockett. She's, of course, a feature now of the communist, socialist, Marxist, Leninist left. Got to have a black woman. Got to have an angry black woman. Mm-hmm. Got to keep it going. Jasmine Crockett, who's got a big picture of Jasmine Crockett behind her, by the way, in this audio soundbite. She's going to tell you this. Republican calls for border security are absolutely insane. How dare you want to secure our border? And then she's going to drop a little nugget on you. A specific kind of stupid. I certainly admire her total commitment to it, but I can't fathom how stupid she has to be. Pretty. Listen. I'm very concerned because the Republicans have never gotten immigration right. That's just the fact of it. Um, There's not very much that the Republicans get right in general. And so to basically (laughs) say that issues of national security as it relates to how we're going to take care of our allies should be tied to this mangled immigration process is absolutely insane. I mean, when you look at somebody like Greg Abbott, my governor, and his solution, his solution is to basically say, hey, we're going to kill people that are trying to come in. Like, that's not a solution. Like, the Republicans don't have the solutions. They want to continue to defund the aid that is going not the aid, but they're continuing to defund um, border security. Well, I mean, who's going to sign up for this job and you're not paying worth anything? You're a blithering idiot. What a shame. I don't care that you're a woman. I don't care that you're black. Dumb doesn't know sex or race. And you're a klutz, Ms. Crockett. If you want border security instead of money to Ukraine, an endless faucet gushing your money then you're the problem but wait Pramila Jayapal has the the sound of the day the creme de la creme and it's next on the Wendy Bell radio program 
We need the young. We need migrants. We need blacks to win. Literally, that is verbatim. If I'm not mistaken, what Pramila Jayapal, who's the head of the progressive caucus of the Democrat Party, the progressive caucus of suck of the Democrat Party. These are the people who envision this wonderful new world liberal order. They want you to be a part of it. No, they don't. You're a cog in the wheel. Your cash flow. I want you to hear what she has to say about basically the Democrats knowing full well their goose is cooked. They got no votes. They don't have the votes for Joe. They don't have the support of the people. What they're trying to do is radical. They know it. They need the media to spin stories, to lie about the narrative, to cover up what's going on. And they need social media to silence those of us who ask questions and speak the truth. And her audio soundbite, I believe, will be the most important thing you hear today. Here it is. How much backlash will he get from the left if he does agree to these changes? He's gonna, there's going to be a lot. We have to put together a coalition that is the same coalition we delivered in 2020 for him to win the White House, for us to win the Senate, and for us to take back the House. Mm-hmm. And that coalition involves a lot of young voters. It involves a lot of immigrant voters and involves a lot of folks of color wow so the cnn guy is asking her so if if joe biden capitulates and does anything gives a dollar to the freaking border that's going to tick off the democrats yes it will because we know we need those people i'm sorry I don't remember being asked if migrants should be able to vote. This is why it comes back to what our national security expert John Guandolo says every Friday. It begins at the, at, the, at the basic local level. Change must begin at the local level. At the local level, your municipality can say, absolutely, we believe that all people who are here who are of the age should be able to vote. Hell no. Hell no, you don't. But if you're asleep at the wheel in your community and you don't know who these clowns are who are being elected and that these are their objectives to enable millions of people who don't know basic American history because our own kids don't know basic American history. Why? Because these lackeys on the left stopped teaching it in our public schools. Why would we know? Why would we know how to read cursive? Don't teach cursive. That's so yesterday. We don't want our kids to understand what the Declaration of Freaking Independence says or the Constitution, which last time I checked, is in cursive. We just want them to be angry. We want them to be addicted. We want them to have medical ailments. We need them to have fi- these these problems. They need sta- safe spaces. They need to be triggered and anxious and huh, ready to be activated like the clone troopers we are making them to be. Well, this is kind of scary. Kind of scary when it comes to schools. From woke walkouts to dumping selective enrollment, Illinois schools are melting down. Let's look at one state. Let's look at one area. Democrats' Marxist takeover of America's education system is rearing its ugly head on almost a daily basis. The latest stories out of Illinois are further proof of it. On Thursday, Parents Defending Education reported that students attending the Illinois Mathematics and Science Academy orchestrated a protest and a walkout on December 8th demanding harsh punishments for individuals who have, quote, bias incident reports filed against them. 
According to the Academy's website, anyone from IMSA, the Illinois Mathematics and Science Academy, students to alumni and visitors can file on the record or anonymous reports alleging incidents of bias committed by other community members. The reports are then investigated by school staff such as the chief human resources slash equity officer and or the director of diversity, equity and inclusion. Students who participated in the de- in the December 8th demonstration, however, are demanding the university take its leftist policies even further, including in their list of, de- of demands are requests for the school to publicize a list of possible consequences for students following a bias incidents report, including detentions, removal from leadership positions, suspensions, expulsions and Sidebar here, notification to parents. So wait a minute. These students who are supposed to be involved in STEM, mathematics, doing something reasonable. They want to get into the nuance of hurt feelings. I don't like that you didn't use my pronoun. And so I'm going to file a report and the report's going to go out. And then people are going to find out about the report and you're going to lose your job. Are you out of your mind? We have kids in this country, a staggering number, who can't freaking read. They don't show their work in math because they don't understand math. They don't understand the history of anything in this country. And we're saying, oh, you should totally walk out, you little spoiled brats. Somebody needed to be spanked a lot growing up. Somebody needed to be told no. Or by the way, you're not special. Newsflash, you might want to be, but you're not. You're just a crybaby, emotionally ravaged young person who can't order at a restaurant. What? It's the plan, folks. This is the plan. If you got a kid in this generation, you better jump in real fast. Reclaim your time. America depends on it. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about it is all about the Benjamins. What? Yeah, I'll prove it next. You know, it really is all about the Benjamins. Wasn't that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who said that? Did she say it was all about the Benjamins talking about uh, American support for Israel? Wasn't that the context in which she said that? People were, oh, can we just be honest? That's all I know how to do. Everything is all about the money. Everything is based on money. There's no... There's no harm in saying what that is, but this really is all about the money, your money, and how this administration squanders it. Did you guys see this? I'm going to cough quickly. Hold on. Beg your pardon. Biden administration. This is going to make you angry because it makes me angry. Biden administration gives $34 million of controversial, well, aid to controversial groups in Gaza, but keeps the recipients a secret. $34 million. Who's getting the money? Where is it going? What is it for? Where are the receipts? We're not going to tell you. Does that seem like the most open, honest, and transparent administration in American history, like Joe Biden claimed he was going to provide us? Yeah. I don't think so either. I want to read this to you. If any of us 
ran our families or our individual businesses the way the Democrats run Congress, run the American economy, we would be kicked out of our homes. Without question. Washington Free Beacon. Biden admin gives $34 million to confidential, in quotes, confidential aid groups in Gaza. Watchdog warns the money could enrich terrorists. What are we doing? Well, there's no oversight or they're all in on it. And the people who pay the price would be us. We the people. If for no other reason, this mumbo jumbo garbage ends when Donald Trump wins re-election. Period. Fiscally speaking only. Take everything else out of the mix. The number one thing people care about is finances. If you don't have money, you don't have opportunity. You don't have safety. You don't have security. You don't have peace of mind. You do not have independence. Everything, financially speaking, specifically, there is no argument, was better under Donald Trump. Facts. The Biden administration poised to funnel millions of dollars in taxpayer cash to aid groups inside the Gaza Strip, but is keeping the identities of those organizations a secret, making it difficult for congressional appropriators to determine if the money will enrich Hamas or other terror entities known to steal American aid dollars. These bozos can't manage basic remedial math. And we are to entrust them with tens of millions of dollars when they say to us, oh, no, no, this is necessary. We need to send this aid. We don't need to send aid to our border, but we need to send it to Gaza. Does anybody else out there realize, of course, that we're funding all of these wars? We're paying Hamas and we're paying Israel. And you're the one who's paying while you're following further behind. Your finances suffer and they don't tell you who they're giving the money to. That's unacceptable. The White House earmarked at least $34 million in U.S. taxpayer funds for confidential nonprofits and United Nations agencies. Donald Trump wants us out of that. They want the, he wants the United Nations. Everybody should pay their fair share. Pants on fire when he said that. What? Why should we be the piggy bank of the world? Why should we be the blank check of the world when our own people are struggling? Well, then there's that. Quote, this lack of transparency prevents congressional oversight and independent assessment of the ultimate recipients of U.S. government funding. Watchdog groups writing in a briefing, blah, blah, blah. Hamas is already known to have stolen international aid pumped into the Gaza Strip since the terror group launched that attack on October 7th. But the Biden administration is allocating more than $120 million to various UN organizations and nonprofits operating in the region. Of course, it remains totally unclear what safeguards, if any, have been placed on those funds to prevent Hamas from stealing them. 
raising questions about how, how Congress can adequately vote on an appropriations package without knowing exactly who is going to benefit from the American funds. Now, a sidebar of this is remember, it was just decided that the next future administrations will not be able to, i.e. Donald Trump, if and when he wins re-election, will not be able to withdraw the United States out of the U.N., which I believe he would do, without the approval of, of the Senate. Why would they do that? Ladies and gentlemen, it's all money laundering. That's all this is. That's all the virus was all about. All the vaccine was all about. Get rich. Do it now. Who cares who dies? Who cares the collateral damage? Who cares who gets financially broken? Who cares who gets sick? As long as they stay safe, stay rich, and stay in control. Per the United Nations Financial Tracking Database, the U.S. government is slated to award $9 million to a confidential assortment of U.N. agencies and NGOs for various health and nutrition programs. Ladies and gentlemen, we just reported last week that 14% of teenagers report some food insecurity. Now, in America... Oh, God, it doesn't make me a nationalist, nationalist to say... America first. That's not America only, but it's America first. We protect our people. We feed our people. We educate our people. We secure our border before we do all this other jazz. By the way, the folks in Gaza, the folks that the media want us to be brokenhearted over, and nobody wants to be in the midst of war. And we've said this. If the killing could stop, we would be delighted. But let's not think for a minute that the victims here of war, the people, the innocents, the families, don't think that this aid is going to them. It's not. And anybody who thinks it is, is selling you some sunshine. The United Nations also does not consider Hamas a terrorist organization, my friends. The United States does. United Nations does not. And of course, that makes it easier for cash to reach entities that may be linked to this militant group. Meanwhile, I've got, got you got to hear this. These are the representatives we have, Republicans, in the Senate. Here's Lindsey Graham, who looks like somebody inflated him with air. Honestly, if, I, if you went up to him and poked him with a needle, he would go. Pfft. This is what he has to say when asked. He admits, he admits he's not paying attention to what's going on with this whole Joe Biden impeachment stuff. Okay, I want you to hear these are the representatives. No wonder tens of millions of our dollars are going to freaking Hamas. Ostensibly, that's where they're going. We've got a Senate. We've got a senator in Lindsey Graham, who's been there for how many friggin years, who admits he's not paying attention to the biggest story of our lifetime. A president. Who took bribes. Who's on audio recordings. 
taking bribes from foreigners to do what? Really? Lindsey Graham's not paying attention to that. He doesn't think it's a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. Not a big deal. He just wants you to send more of your money to Ukraine. Listen. Let's turn to the other big story on Capitol Hill, the impeachment, of course, yeah. uh, of impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Your colleague, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa, said that he does not see any evidence, quote, that the president is guilty of anything. Do you agree with him? Is there any evidence so far? You know, I haven't really been paying that much attention to what? it. They have to, pull, they have to prove that President Biden somehow financially benefited from the business enterprises of Hunter Biden. We'll see. Have they done it yet in your mind? I, I, if there were a smoking gun, I think we'd be talking about it. But what? You really haven't been paying attention? What are you doing, dude? What do you do? What do you do? You work nine months, five Hours a day, ostensibly, you're somewhere around there. You get unlimited number of days to not be on site. Go be in your district, do whatever you do, and you're not paying attention? Do they have proof? That's not what this is about, Kristen Welker. It's about laying out the evidence and forcing Joe Biden and his crime family syndicate to follow the law the way the rest of us are, fo- are supposed to follow the law. To appear... To testify under oath, to provide documents, to answer questions, and ultimately for that evidence to be on display in a public hearing for the entirety of America to hear. And you haven't been paying attention. So tens of millions of dollars going overseas to who knows where to do God knows what. Not moving any needles, I'm saying. Homelessness now rampant, highest ever since 2007 when it started being recorded. People losing their homes, people losing their cars, people losing their insurance, people losing their country. As millions and millions of people come to this country to be taken care of for free. Now, the simple question is this, my friend. Is what you're seeing right now the America you want? Is this building back better? Is this an improvement over the last four years prior to this? Or do you see things as clearly and cogently as I do? It's not a mystery. Stop spending our money. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, hey, a small step in the right direction from an unlikely place, the land before time, Pennsylvania, doing something right? I know, it's crazy, (laughs) but I have the story for you next. You know, I read an interesting article, and I think it's very accurate. It was about Harvard's president, Claudine Gay. Claudine Gay has been championed. Not because of her independent research, not because of her contributions in the world of research or literary excellence, not because she innovated something that's truly extraordinary, that Harvard could not wait to get behind. She's black and she's a woman. 
And that's got to be a difficult thing to consider. What's going on in our world in identity politics versus merit versus rewarding true accomplishment, true innovation, true scholarship. Claudine Gay knows the reason she hasn't been fired after woefully failing to address anti-Semitism on her campus. She knows the only reason that she is still there at Harvard is because her box checking is more important to the board of suck there than anything else. To know that that is why you got your position and that's why you're protected to be honestly, truly, she's a virtual victim of that very system, no matter which way you look at it. She doesn't look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I did all these wonderful things. Look at what I've done with my life. She ascended because they needed someone to prove how wonderful and inclusive they are. And she knows that she didn't get sacked because of the same thing. Meanwhile, over at the University of Pennsylvania, the the white woman was sacrificed. Okay? You can say what you will about that. But I find this to be an intriguing update for you. Because never have I said this about the state legislature in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. They did something right. Headline. State legislators vote to slash budget at Penn after university fails to take a stance against anti-Semitism. Damn right. How else do you send a message? How did we send a message to Bud Light? Don't force your woke nonsense on us. We don't, we're not interested in Dylan Mulvaney. If we liked your beer, we just liked your beer. But now you've ruined that. Don't do that. People stopped buying it. Well, when you stop giving money to a university, and as a big chunk of change, that might send a message too. Here's your story. It's sad it has come to this, but it is a step in the right direction, citing the University of Pennsylvania's ambivalence. That's what it is. Ambivalence regarding anti-Semitism. Republicans led the state's House of Representatives to vote to withhold more than $33 million in funding for Penn's veterinary school, the Associated Press reported. Now, why we're subsidizing... Colleges and universities at the state and the federal level, to me, I I still don't get. I still don't get. But this says the funding halt comes in the wake, obviously, of the December 9th resignation of the university's president, Liz McGill, who was pressured to leave following a refusal in testimony before Congress to clearly denounce campus anti-Semitism. Now, if Liz McGill were black, would she still be on the job? One could argue that very question. I submit to you the answer would be yes. Because it's not about academic rigor. It's not about doing the right thing. It's not about codes of ethics. It's not about the First Amendment. It's not about morality. It's not about anything. Because when you live in a world of crazy, box checking is all that friggin' matters. Claudine Gay knows that at Harvard. 
The funding halt comes in the wake of this. Liz McGill, yada, yada. Although it received similar majorities in two votes, the funding failed to receive the state constitutional requirement of a two-thirds majority, with most Republicans opposing the funding and all Democrats favoring it. Look, hey, Penn, hey, veterinary school, we normally give you $33 million. But now we have questions about what's being taught there. We now have questions. And withdrawing funding, holding funding for your veterinary program is our way to say, wake up until more is done at the university in terms of rooting out, calling out, and making an official stance against anti-Semitism, being against the values of the university, I cannot in good conscience support this funding, said Republican floor leader Brian Cutler. A spokesman for Cutler's office told the Daily Pennsylvania, the university's student-run newspaper, the funding cut is not in perpetuity and cited an additional process now that must take place before that funding is agreed to. Despite an apology following uproar over Liz McGill's comments, she stepped down. Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, as we have widely discussed, Amid making similar comments, remains in her position. Look, whether or not you want to see the identity politics, there's no not seeing it in Realville. Withholding money is but a small objective or it's a small mechanism. What has to happen is the complete removal of all of this DEI nonsense, but they need that as they need the open borders. They need the social chaos. They need our children taking medication for their stresses and anxieties. They need our kids incapable of placing an order at a restaurant because they're ravaged by the stress of making such a benign and simple decision This is all by design. I say pull all the funding from all of them. From Pitt, from Penn State, from the University of Pennsylvania, from all of them. We need a serious revamping, ladies and gentlemen, of education. Because it's created the monster that is now roaming among us. Quick time out on the Wendy Bell Radio program. When we come back, hour number three, Hunter Biden's contempt of Congress has some wider implications, my friends, even though Lindsey Graham doesn't realize it. For Joe Biden, don't go anywhere.